Now I'm learning to cook and I didn't realize that I can be very good at cooking. That's not true. I'm copying the recipes online because my, my boys cannot eat anything I cook. They're like, oh, you have to follow the recipe for it to be good. Welcome to The Lovin' Show. This week you're doing it from our home, of course, staying home, and I hope you are too. On the show we have model, incredible model, and co-founder of the Dubai Model Camp, Chanel Ayan. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm okay. You're self-isolating? Yes, I am. For the last three weeks, like literally not leaving the house, except if I need to go to the pharmacy or supermarket. Other than that, just staying home and watching TikToks. Watching TikToks. Well, I must say, for someone who is self-isolating, you look absolutely fabulous. Ah, thank you. You do too. You're absolutely beautiful. I tried, you know. I was really excited to come to the studio and dress up and get my makeup done. But, you know, with, with everything that's happening, this is the best I could do, basically, really. Well, I mean, if we're all sitting at home and if we can make ourselves feel better by putting on, you know, something special, I mean, there's no harm in that. But of course, we want to get to know you. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How long have you lived in Dubai? How did you get here? What is your journey? Okay, so I have lived in Dubai for 16 years. Mm-hmm. I moved here with my husband. Uh, I left Africa when I was 18 and I moved to Brazil. I lived in Rio de Janeiro for a while. And then my husband got a job in Dubai. Then we moved to Dubai. And since then, we've just been living in Dubai for the last 16 years. It's basically home. Of course, it's home for so many of us and we come from all over. But something interesting. So when we read about Chanel Ayan, that's you, uh, people yeah. call you the number one black model when you arrive. You kind of broke the mold for black models in the industry. That was when you arrived here and you're still being called that now, but how does that label feel to you? You know, honestly, when I first moved to Dubai, it wasn't easy being a black model because they had never worked with black models. They've maybe probably only seen like Naomi or Iman, but they've never had a black model in Dubai trying to work as a model. So it was really hard starting because you had to like tell people, hey, look, I look gorgeous. Everything looks beautiful on my skin. I am confident. I have the attitude. So just give me a chance to show you how uh, beautiful a black woman can be. And everything basically looks really good on uh, dark skin. So it took a uh, few ups and downs, but then I managed to like be doing this for the last 13 years in Dubai. So it's, I have built my own uh, friends, I've built my own career here, I've met amazing people that are very kind and, uh, um, how do I say, they, they want everybody to be part of fashion in Dubai, which is great, you know? So they, they want Arab girls, they want black girls, they want Russians, whoever you can be, as long as you you have the criteria to be a model, you're more than welcome to be part of it. People are much kinder in Dubai, which is really good because I've modeled in New York, I modeled in Africa, it's not as easy as in Dubai. People are just much nicer here and the fashion industry is really, really good in Dubai. That's amazing to hear, especially from someone who's had such a great career uh, here and the fact that they kind of open all nationalities um, with open arms. But talk to us about, we'll talk about brands you've worked with in a second, but talk, who do you feel is doing great things for representation in the industry? Brands or publications? Oh, oh absolutely fun, Amato. I don't know if you know Amato. 
I know the name, but tell me a bit yeah, more about it. Really, I'm actually wearing his gorgeous gown right now. Maybe I'll try to show us. Show us a twirl. Yeah. I don't know if you can see. So I'm wearing actually his wow. twirl. So it's like uh, he is number one in Middle East. He is the best, honestly. He's very open-minded. And he, uh, he dresses all the superstars in the world from Beyonce to Lady Gaga to um, J-Lo to, to Nicki Minaj to Rihanna to everyone he's dressed every celebrity in the world and he's from Dubai and he's absolutely my favorite because he's the first person that gave me opportunity to walk his show you know he loves everybody he loves every skin type every body type he loves putting them in their show and he's the best you should really check him out amato couture you know so yeah he's the, actually one of the people that opened the doors for me and we have also amazing choreographer in dubai his name is kevin oliver he's he's from india originally but grew up in canada so he moved to dubai and he does all the fashion shows in dubai and in every show he wants to see every type of nationality you know because at one point not saying this in a wrong way it's always like oh all the white girls should be in the show you know but in dubai they're kind of trying uh to put like every nationality and i feel like i i open the doors for everybody in dubai especially for black girls because for 13 years i'm the only girl that's worked in dubai i've done many magazines in dubai done almost every fashion show in dubai but now we have like other six other black models which is incredible to see all of them coming into the market and everybody giving them different chances to do different uh, stuff and it just makes me really happy to see that Dubai not only it's a beautiful place to live like there there's a lot of acceptance and I feel like it's because of me because I went through a lot of hardship <laughs> to be where I am to open doors for a lot of girls you know so it makes me actually feel really good. Well, it's amazing to hear, and I feel the same, that Dubai has opened the doors for so many. And you mentioned there that you kind of had a lot of ups and downs, had a lot of struggles to get to where you are. Um, yes. Can you talk to us through, what about limitations that you faced as a black model when you entered the industry that you feel may not be there anymore? So, for example, like when I first moved here and uh, they used to say, like, I would go to a casting and this is really funny, but to me, but they would be like, oh, we don't want the not so white girl. Yeah, so they won't say the black girl. And I'm like, no, you can say you don't want the black girl. No, that's so rude. We can't say that. I'm like, it's actually rude for you to say not so white, you know? But then after a while, they were like, oh, we want the black girl. We want the black girl, you know? Because they, can't, they start to see like uh, how good you are, how you represent yourself, how confident you are. Because for me, when a designer gives you a dress to wear, they literally take a chance on you for that dress. So you have to bring the dress to life, you know? And if you watch my Instagram or any of my videos that I have there, you see that every show that I do, I bring life to the dress, you know, drama, fears, fabulous, you know? Like I bring the energy because you have to stand out in different aspects. So when people see that you have that in you, they keep taking chances on you and giving you better opportunities to to work with them so, yeah. well, it's amazing for you to bring that life to what you're wearing and we've talked about diversity uh, and how incredible Dubai is for models now but I want to talk yeah. a bit about your career because I know you've worked with so many brands I can only imagine yeah. 
what you've worn in your lifetime, the incredible shoots that you've been on. Can you tell us like one kind of career highlight that stands out to you today? Oh, for me, again, it's going to India. I've traveled a lot for my work, but going to India and going with my favorite designer and choreographer to India to show their collection there and uh, just to see everybody, like, because usually in India, they're used to like only Indian girls walking or Brazilian or what. And then all of a sudden they see me coming and they're just like, wow, what's going on? And then I just, people clapping and screaming because I bring the energy. That was actually my highlight to see like, going to such a country where it's all about, they like more light-skinned, being really appreciative of seeing a black girl there. I think that's one of my highlights. And then my second one is going to London. I don't know if you know this makeup artist uh, in Dubai called, called Tony Malt. No. She, so she has her own academy in Dubai. <laughs> she, uh, she's number one makeup artist. And she took me to London to work for her for five days in IMATS. I don't know if you know IMATS in London. The cinema? Like, no. So it's like, it's like where all this, the most amazing, incredible talents in the world come together. Okay. And so we had a stand for her. And all day I was so mesmerized looking at all these talented people, like how you see how the, the creation come from movies, how they come up with the characters, how they come up with the makeup. And you watch them all along and she was doing my makeup and people were coming around taking pictures. I ended up being in uh, British Vogue for her because it was like a really incredible moment for me. And I really like stuff like that. So those I would say are my best, but again, working with Naomi Campbell in Dubai, working show with her and stuff like that meeting our Victoria's Secret models like there's so many in Dubai because Dubai we have so many opportunities to meet like the best of the best because they stop in Dubai and uh, you get to see them you get to compare yourself with them you get to see why are they the best what can you learn from them so I really love that I just love Dubai there's no any place I would love to live more than here a hundred percent. But I love that your first moment that you mentioned was about breaking the mold, going to India, diversity. That's fantastic. And now you've been working in Dubai for over a decade and now you've started something. You're actually the co-founder of Dubai Model Camp. So yes. what is that about? So me and my friend Elena Postolaki, we're both models. She's been modeling around the world, traveling all around the world. And we realized that in Dubai, there is no modeling school because there are some people that are teaching modeling by really have never experienced the sides that we go through. So me and her came up with the idea to start this school to teach people who wanna be models, who wanna be confident, how to take pictures, how to dress up, how to do your makeup. And uh, then Corona came, so we had to take a back seat for a while to yeah. see I know, I know, to see how it goes. But she's so talented, you know, she's absolutely talented. I think I need to put the AC on. Honey, can you put the AC on? I feel like I'm sweating because it's so hot from the lights. Yeah, definitely. Um, Can I have tissue too, please, honey? Yeah, so, so yeah, so that's what we are doing and we're trying to teach a lot of kids to be confident and, you know, like uh, how to eat healthy, you know, what kind of products you can use on your face that are really cheap and affordable than buying like expensive brands. You know what I mean? The only thing that I use expensive is my makeup. I buy Dior. I use Dior because it's really like lasting forever and stuff like that. I think it's really hot. 
Yeah, but yeah, I'm that. an expensive makeup person. I definitely spend more on makeup than I do on fashion. But if you, yeah. let's say, if you could give us one modeling tip right now, a short one for our audience, like something silly, what would it be? Like one modeling tip is like people have different aspects of like how you can be a model. You just need to be confident. You really just have to believe in yourself because when you walk into the room, you know, you look at the client, you know, and they're like, hi, show us what you can do. Don't start thinking and looking down and your body energy and stuff like that because you have to hold yourself really up and look at them directly in the eye and walk and, you know, flip, even flip your hair and show that so they remember you. Because they can see 100 to, 50 to 150 girls, yes? But they have to remember you. So you have to stand out, you know? And you have to look good, of course. You know, I'm not saying like you have to starve and look skinny and dead born. I don't believe in that. I believe that every woman should have something beautiful in them. You should have a bit of curves. And I think it's absolutely beautiful. I have girls that I work with that are very skinny. And I tell them, God, you don't need to be like this. You know what I mean? You still can work as long as the clothes can fit you but I'm you know and there's different types of modeling you can be the skinniest you can be middle you can be overweight just confidence is the most important thing in life you know like for example when I wake up in the morning I usually look at myself in the mirror and I go girl you look so good be happy you're alive thank god you're up you know you have your family and today is gonna be a beautiful day and you thank the gods for everything and then you just move on and you start your day uh, beautiful and fresh amazing and if if people want to get involved in dubai model camp after corona how do they do it uh, they can just follow our Instagram, Dubai Model Camp, or follow mine, Chanel Ayan, or follow my partner, Elena Postolaki. You can find her on mine. And then we can tell you, like, how to start, because we're doing different classes. Of, for, it doesn't matter by the age, honestly. We're taking kids to, to uh, adults and teaching them how just, to, to, just to, to love yourself also, being part of it. Because, you know, a lot of people, if you look at a lot of magazines, including me, sometimes you think, like, wow, she looks really great. But you forget there's retouching, that it's not really reality of everything, you know. So you have to find a way to also love yourself and find yourself uh, confident. And we teach that and we teach you how to pose, you know. Vogue style, you know, we teach how, yeah, <laughs> yes, we teach you how to pose and show you how you can like manipulate the filters by looking gorgeous, where your angles are, we find your angles and things like that. So that's what we're basically going to be teaching in our class. Yes. Amazing. And before we move on to our final section where I ask you your dream dinner situation, I just want to, of course, we kind of have to talk about COVID-19. How yes. do you think the model industry is being affected and when oh. do you see... When do you see it coming back up and running or what to are your be thoughts? Honest, we've been affected very badly, fashion industry, a hundred percent. You know, I have a lot of friends that have lost their jobs yeah. because they're in the fashion industry. So they've lost their jobs. They don't know when this is going to stop. I personally think it's going to go on for a while. Mm-hmm. I think if fashion industry is going to come back, it will be coming back like in October or November. Let's pray for that. You know, so that the economy can, you know, like without fashion, I know fashion is not that important as everything else, you know, but it kind of makes people feel good about themselves. So I just hope that it comes back in September, October. I just pray to God because I feel in my soul that there is a higher power showing us to be kinder and to be less selfish and to 
care about each other because this corona doesn't judge if you're rich, famous, poor, anything, we all can get it. So it's just a way of us, I think, coming together and showing each other love and respect and kindness and just being there for each other. I think it's, I'm not going to say it's a good thing, but I think it's kind of brought us together. As you can see, everyone is coming together and helping each other. And that's really the beauty of life because we forgot about that. At one point, we were just selfish. It's all about us, you know. All I cared about was bags, shoes, traveling, everything. But now I see other stuff. Like I worry about people that cannot be safe, people that can't get food, people that are not doing well. And it just really makes you think um, differently into your soul and deep, deep uh, dig deeper into you and just just and also i feel like i became much closer to my family i was always close but i i'm cooking i never cook <laughs> like literally i'm cooking three times a day because usually everything is on, on our phone in dubai yeah you just click chinese food click thai food click whatever you want and now i'm learning to cook Exactly. Now I'm learning to cook and I didn't realize that I can be very good at cooking. That's not true. I'm copying the recipes online because my, my boys cannot eat anything I cook. They're like, oh, you have to follow the recipe for it to be good. So I, I actually taking time, like two hours to make a meal, but it comes out beautiful and it's taken me two hours to forget about the whole situation that's going on. And I'm happy that we're in Dubai really happy that we're in Dubai for this happening because uh, my husband is from US so we have a lot of family in the United States and it uh, doesn't look good there you know like the supermarkets the food and all that stuff we're here we can just go we have everything how good is that you know that we are that kind of safe you know but uh, then you look at Africa and um, I have a lot of family there that they're not taking it seriously because for them if they're coughing they're not going to go to the hospital because they're coughing. You know what I mean? They have to feed their families. You know, they have to take care of their families. So they don't have this kind of money just to run to the hospital and be like, hey, let me go check if I'm coughing. So they're not taking it as serious as other places because for them it's like they already have so much to deal with, you know. They have so much to deal with there. So it's just different to say, and I'm trying to tell them, no, you have to be careful. You can't get out of the house. Stay indoors. But then you can't do that because they have different lifestyles. You know, if they don't get out of the house, they don't make the money. They don't feed their family. So it's just the whole situation is like a tough situation, to be honest. Situation, but I think you hit the nail on the head that um, we're connecting so much more with people. Now, yeah. it's, now we can't leave our home. We're actually yeah. connecting more with our family here and family abroad. And that Dubai yeah. is a fantastic place to be because they're taking it so seriously, putting in yes. so many measures for our health and safety. Um, yes. And just before we finish off, just to get back to something a little bit lighter. And especially because there's so much COVID-19 in the news, it's hard to scroll past it. But at the same time, it yes. you talked but about I, To be honest, I, I'm staying away from anything online right now. Like uh, Instagram, I haven't had it for over four weeks almost because... It was giving me craziness. I had to sit down and find other things to keep me busy with happiness. You know, as long as I'm not going out and being safe and keeping other people safe, that's all that matters. So there's so much stuff like I'm working out. I never work out. I'm trying yoga. 
oh my god my friends are laughing because it's not something i usually do you know so i'm trying that and then i'm talking to my family my friends i've realized that most people I didn't keep in touch with them because i was kind of a bit selfish it's all about me and stuff but now i'm like talking to so many people mm-hmm. it just makes me happier you know this is so, it so I, and actually it's something we're exploring a lot that people are finding the good that's come from it i think yes. to find the good in such a kind of yes. scary unknown time yeah um, yes. but that's COVID-19 um, I know but I think it will go away I think in in the next few months we will all be back to normal and we would have learned something great about loving ourselves loving our family loving our friends our community being there for each other if we all get that from this it will be really good you know and just everybody being safe you know that's that's it you know honestly. that is the hope that we uh we will learn from this time um, exactly exactly just before we finish up, because I think we're out of time, but I'd love to ask you um, yes. for a dream dinner table situation. Uh, so we always ask this. So three people that you would love to have over to dinner when this is all over and your dinner okay. when your dinner dead or alive. Dead or alive. Oh, I would love to meet Bob Marley. <laughs> I really, really love his music. I love the way he thinks, you know, and the way he speaks up. I would really like to, like, have dinner with him. My Angelo, for sure, because she's had, she really had a hard time growing up. And she stood up and, like, came up to be this powerful woman out of all this hardship that she's had. So I would like to learn from her. And my favorites, of course, I would really like to... Who else? Oh, Rihanna. I think Rihanna is fun. Honestly, if I'm going to go for fun, I'll go for Rihanna. She's really fun. Yeah, like really fun and exciting and outgoing. And I met her in Dubai. She seems really fun. I was working for her for Fenty Beauty. So it was really exciting and like her energy. So yeah, for energy, I would definitely want to be stuck with her because I think you will, I will really have fun. Yeah. Definitely. Well, talking about energy, I'm going to thank you because you've brought a lot of energy to the show today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank it's so good you. for people to kind of be woken up. Everyone's going to be sitting at home watching and it's so nice yeah. to have some energy and some excitement. Yeah. So thank you yeah. so for joining the show. Yeah. Honestly, life is great. In the end of the day, we are alive. We should be happy. We, I mean, just if like yesterday I was feeling down, I just put lipstick and I was like feeling great immediately, you know? So we, we will be fine. You know, I believe that we're all going to be fine and safe. And how are you doing with this situation? Me? How am I doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah, well, I've only started working from home this week, so I'm still adjusting, still need to sort out my studio. Um, yes. but overall, I'm just kind of hoping that this passes quickly. I think it's just, it's a little bit anxious. And when you're kind of reading so much news, um, I just yes. kind of, I'm hoping that it ends sooner. Stay around. away from the news. That's what I'm doing. Stay away from it or like cover your eyes and be like, no, you know, <laughs> because it's just, it, it makes you crazy. And I'm hypochondriac. I got it from my mom, so I analyze things so much, so that's why I'm just like not on it, you know, you know, like, yeah. This is it, but I think we all are analyzing our health at the moment, thinking, did I just cough? Should I go and get it checked out? Um. I know. I know. I've been to the hospital twice. Wow. 
Yeah. yeah, because exactly, I'm telling I'm a hypochondriac. That's why I cannot be online. Because it just makes me, if I cough, something happens to me, the first thing I'm thinking the worst. So now I'm just like, my, my son and my husband, they're like, oh God, let's just calm down. You're perfectly fine. So yeah, but uh, I feel bad for people who are going through this too, personally, you know, because I think it's a hard time if you have this, you know. So just be home. Like I've been home for three weeks. I'm not leaving unless I'm going to supermarket, you know, that's the only thing. And then just, you will be fine, you know? Yeah. Are um, you cooking? Am I cooking? Um, <laughs> I am starting to cook. I'm not a great cook. I'm ordering <laughs> food and... Try to cook more. Try to cook because like really follow the recipe, just get the stuff and it, take, it makes your mind busy, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're like uh, busy cooking and stuff. So it's like, yeah. I think that's what we could do is keep our mind busy, stay home and just stay safe as much as we can. Yeah. And when you're bored, wear your fabulous dress, you know, (laughs) put some lipstick on, look at yourself in the mirror, say, oh, this is going to be gone soon. I'll, you know, pray to God. I wish I had had dressed up more today, but guys, that is the top. No, you look good. We are all like black on black, you know, (laughs) fashion, you know. Yeah. Guys, that is the that is the love and show for this week. Chanel Ann, thank you so much for joining for the thank interview. You so much too. Thank you so much and lovely to meet you. I was hoping to meet you face to face. I hope we will after all this goes away. But lovely to meet you, yes. beautiful. Next yes. time you'll come into the studio for sure. Yes, I would love that. Definitely, I would love that. Yes. I would. <laughs> okay, thank you guys. See you soon. Bye. 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 Thank you.